Uh, okay, well, you want to just jump right into it? Let's jump right into it. Okay, well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Your Mother and My Dog, the podcast, right? That's yep, what it's called? Yep, it's a podcast. Yep, 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 that's it. Uh, episode 19. Wow. Today we're talking about, well, Johnny Depp in the news. Uh, he got a bunch of money recently. And I, did, I don't know what really went on, but... He, uh, he won a bunch of money. And 23 years ago, started a movie called Sleepy Hollow. Uh, and that's, that's the movie of the week, Sleepy Hollow. This is a movie, classic Halloween movie. Um, I have seen it a few times. I think the first time that I saw it, I was like eight or something. It was a some sort of Halloween party that um, somebody's mom threw and they were like, invite your friends from school. So then we just showed up and we're, we're in costumes probably. And they put on Sleepy Hollow. For Sleepy Hollow for children. eight-year-olds. Hmm. Yeah. And I remember thinking how scary of a movie it was. And then um, I rewatched it pretty recently. Either last Halloween or the Halloween before that. Mm-hmm. Um, but learned a lot. Learned a lot with this second viewing. This was the first time that you watched it it is and how how do you feel about sleepy hollow well i'm kind of glad that i chose it it was uh, a fun film Uh, it was great seeing johnny depp in full form if you will and uh i haven't seen i don't know i feel like i've seen him in in roles like kind of similar to this but not quite quite like this this is a very unique film this is a a classic classic johnny depp Oh uh, yeah, apparently, I truly knew nothing about it. I knew of the the legend of Sleepy Hollow, I suppose, but that's that's the extent of it. But this was uh, quite an enjoyable watch for me, I got to say. Probably pretty surprising to see Christopher Walken, Chris Walken, just show up pretty early. Um, yeah. Martin Landau. There's a lot of big names. There sure is, yeah. Dumbledore. I forgot about. Um, Quite a few of these people. Dumbledore and Vernon Dursley and Rita Skeeter. Lots of Harry Potter people. Um, Rita was in this? Yeah, she's like the main lady behind behind it all. Behind. Oh, she yes. plays Lady Tassel. Yes, she does. I didn't realize that. Yep. That I didn't realize it f- until it was pointed out to me. Like, oh, yeah, it is Rita me, Skeeter. Me too. Yeah, when you pointed it out to me. Just then. Yeah, um, fun movie. It's it's a Tim Burton movie. Mm-hmm. So Tim Burton, uh, Johnny Depp, you can tell pretty much right away. It just it just has a has a look to it. Definitely. Well, you know, I didn't even know Tim Burton directed this. That's how in the dark I was about this film. I had no idea. I was like, oh, Tim Burton. Well, I was excited about that notion that he had he had directed it. Well, all you knew about the movie was Johnny Depp was in it. So yep. And there was a, hor- a horseman who didn't have a head, perhaps? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's about it. Okay, well, do you want to jump in to, to what made this movie so memorable for you? Yeah, um, it had a, a, a good start. Um, we kind of like just sort of thrown into this late 18th century New York landscape, I suppose. Very gothic. And then we get a glimpse of Christopher Lee who is in this film for a very short period of time. Um, 
and of course, you know, with that very brief time that he had, I mean, he he killed his performance. He, I mean, he's so good. I really like Christopher Lee. But it sort of had like an, I guess I might say like an adverse effect to the whole of the film because I just kept wishing that Christopher Lee was in this film more. And it got to the point where I wished that Christopher Walken's character, who, I mean, I can get, I can go through a little more thoroughly later. I wish that he had been portrayed by Christopher Lee. Mainly because, like, I've, Christopher Lee did a lot of um, horror films, like, earlier on in, in his career. And he played Dracula a lot of times. And I think, like, maybe moving those performances that he did in Dracula over to this one would would have worked really well. And so I would have really have liked to have seen that. And I guess what I'll say about uh, Christopher Walken's performance was that it really it just felt a little silly to me. Like it wasn't, he wasn't scary at all. I was like, there's, that's just Christopher Walken with some silly hair. I don't know, what, what did you think about that whole, that whole role that Christopher Walken yeah, did? I mean, he had some silly teeth as well. Yep, that's true. Uh, he didn't speak at all in the movie. Um, mm-hmm. I suppose it did come across as a little silly. Oh, um, yeah. having Having him basically in two scenes in the whole movie, but you know what? It worked. I you believed it, worked. it. I believed he could be a, a, mm. a head, a head, a headman, a head of a, he had a, he was a horseman who had a head at one point. Mm-hmm. I, could, I could believe it. Um, I thought maybe it added to the movie, you know, if it wasn't because okay. we're walking, it was just some random dude. It wouldn't certainly, been, it couldn't have been some random dude, but I think just Christopher, I just, I found myself longing for more Christopher Lee. So you would have wished it was Christopher Lee oh. as the headless horseman with his two scenes where he doesn't talk. He just kind of grits his teeth. Yes. And then eventually takes out the, the main bad woman. Yep. I am I am sure it would have made the film better. Okay. Good in to my, know. In my opinion. I just like... there. I mean, this movie's not perfect. And... Truly, the scenes where Christopher Walken, you know, plays himself, you know, like you can actually see that it's him, were a little silly to me. I mean, I guess there is a little bit of a, I guess you could say a comedic undertone somewhat to this film. You know, like it's like dark comedy, I guess. Most of Johnny Depp's acting had that kind of tone, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, and here I just, uh, for a lot of the time it did work, but uh, the, the parts with Christopher Walken, like, I don't know, was that supposed to be silly or was that supposed to be like scary? What do you think? Well, do you think the movie was supposed to be scary? Because I don't think it, I don't think it came across as, as like a scary movie. It came across more as like a, like a funny, scary movie. Okay, like there, like almost like the namesake of our podcast, where that's like not re- it's not really dead alive. It's not really a horror movie. It's more of a comedy horror movie. Yeah, like and just an aside. I think when we're ready to to stop the podcast, I think Dead Alive has to be the last movie we do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think once 
There were so many beheadings in this movie. Yes. I think um, apparently 19 people had their head head chopped off. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think at that point you're just kind of like, okay, this so this isn't like a serious scary movie. Yeah, just that's head fair. chop off after head chop off. This movie did win an Oscar, Oscar winning movie, best art direction. Okay. Johnny Depp has never seen the film because he hates the way he acts in it. Well, I think he kind of just doesn't watch anything he does. Like, I'm pretty sure that he's pretty notorious for, like, not knowing anything about his roles. I've but, never yeah. seen a full Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Oh, I've had... I think, I think I've seen very little Johnny Depp. Um, huh. I've seen his cameo in 21 Jump Street. Mm-hmm. If you if I were to pick one movie of his to watch, I would pick Ed Wood myself. That's a very well, good Ed, movie. I've not seen that movie, but apparently Ed Wood, there's a lot of actors in this movie that are, are also in Ed Wood. Yeah, like uh, Martin Lando. He's in Ed Wood, I think. He's like yes. one of the main guys. Yeah. Um, but um, let me, I want to get to a, a point that you sort of briefly made. Okay. Which was about, you know, how there were so many beheadings. Mm-hmm. I also felt like there was so many moments, you know, where Johnny Depp fainted. And there was, I don't know, like there was just like a lot of like, there's that again. There's that again. There's that again. Like it just kept, everything kept repeating. Did you, did you find that happening a lot? Yeah, and I thought it was for um, comical purposes. So okay. I think that kind of again, kind of threw it from being a scary, scary movie to being more. They're trying to be funny, which okay. was fine. Like it fit the it fit the tone mm-hmm. of the film. It, it, this wouldn't have worked, I don't think, as well. I mean. The Rotten Tomato score wasn't. I mean, it was it was fine. Seventy mm-hmm. percent, uh, I think, but it wouldn't have been as good of a movie if it was scary, scary, in my opinion. Yeah, that's fair. I guess um, maybe the co- the comedy was a little was a little lost on me. I guess not that not lost. Like I could tell they were they're going for it, but maybe just not that effectual. I don't know. Did you find do you find moments in this film uh, pretty funny or? No, not like laugh out loud funny, but Johnny Depp's character, you can kind of tell he was doing mm-hmm. something. Yeah, he was like over the top, but it that his performance did work, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Johnny Depp was 35 at the time of filming. Oh, Christina really? Christina Ricci was 18. Oh, ooh. Uh, Depp initially found this love interest odd, considering he'd known Ricci since she was nine. Oh, when yeah. They're both on the set of Mermaids. Okay. Another interesting fact: uh, Depp was dating Winona Ryder at the time, mm-hmm. who originally turned down the role of Katrina Van Tassel. So yeah, interesting. There, there was uh, quite a bit of trivia for this movie. I, I went through most of it. Um, yeah. I did not write much of it down. But, you know, this is a pretty famous movie. Like, people know Sleepy Hollow. Mm-hmm. Apparently. Um, $70 million budget. Box yeah. office, $207 million. Okay. So, it did pretty, it did pretty, pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, they filmed, if I can remember correctly, um, some of the sets were 
they filmed on location uh, the first Star Wars. They used a lot of the a lot of the same sets apparently. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. I I will uh, I will say like um you mentioned the seventy million dollar budget. I guess I'll, I did want to talk about the uh, the effects a, a bit, the visual effects, whether it be practical effects, which there was a good amount of, and also like um, CG effects. You could say, did you uh, did you have any strong feelings about like the the different effects, whether it be uh, practical or CG? I noticed them certainly. I thought um, well, the the first one I noticed. Um, which wasn't really important, but when um, Dumbledore was getting was getting dragged when he when he was standing on top of the thing inside, and then was that Dumbledore? So, yeah. When he who, who got the did yeah. he get the stake through him? Mm-hmm. Well, when he was being dragged, I thought that was pretty cool. I was wondering how they did that. Yeah. Um, because like it looked it looked like they were dragging Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. But um, that's. I mean, I thought the when people got their heads chopped off, I didn't think it was too unreasonable. I thought I liked they did those. that pretty well. Uh, yeah, I thought that was uh, good. Yep. We've seen a lot of people getting their heads chopped off. We have um, on the podcast so far, and I thought Sleepy Hollow did it as as well as anybody. Um, back I did. in nineteen ninety nine. Yep, that's true. I did prefer I did prefer uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula for that uh, particular thing. But it was still good in this. This I, had a Dracula vibe a little bit. It did. It did. I was um, now like the CG effects. I'm thinking of like when um, Ichabod went and visited like that witch. We well, didn't visit her like on purpose, I guess. I don't know. Like he mm-hmm. happened upon that witch and like her eyes popped out or whatever. And I think there was a couple other like tiny moments of like CG effects. I thought they were um, not great. But, I mean, they didn't use them very often. I just, it almost felt like it was so inoften or so infrequent that they used CG effects that they could have just done without them. And it would have been, yeah. would have been better, but I don't know. It's 1999, maybe they're, they're sort of hopping on the train like this is like the new thing. So maybe that's why they did it. I don't know. I agree. They probably could have just gotten rid of it. Cause there was Didn't like, matter. yeah, cause like, you know, when they got to the tree and like the heads were like stored in the tree, like that was all practical effects and it was like pretty cool. There was a lot of cool practical effects. I thought, do you think Christopher Walken's teeth were CG'd? No, but, uh, very poorly done though. I don't know. Mm. I like that. I wish that I, I can't get, I can't get over that, uh, that whole thing. With Christopher Walken. It just didn't work. And like his hair looks stupid and his teeth look stupid. <laughs> just I don't know. It was distracting. Well, that's just how they looked. Seventeen ninety nine. I guess so. I guess so. Apparently, Ichabod Crane is supposed to be a pretty ugly dude himself, but they cast Johnny Depp. So yeah, who's who is not an ugly man? Now, I also so like if I were to talk about give like a glimpse of acting because I know we haven't gotten to the scores yet. But there was uh, one character who I felt was quite weak compared to the others, and they also had to ha- they also managed to have like a pretty big role. Ultimately, uh, can you think of anyone that uh, 
you really had problems with in terms of their acting? Um, I had a problem with Lady Van Tassel. Yeah, that's who I'm thinking of. And, and I feel so bad because every movie, it's like, oh, the the main woman, she's she's bad. Well, I mean, Kat- Kat- um, Katrina Van Tassel was good. I thought she Christina did. Ricci was fine, yeah, but she was, you know, a teenager. Yeah, but I thought she did she did well, um, considering maybe but, she hasn't been acting very long. I don't know, much better than uh, Miranda Richardson. Christina Ricci's been acting forever. Casper. Uh huh. Mermaids, apparently. Yeah, some film I've never heard of. I think shares in it. Okay. Maybe that's what we'll watch the next next week. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, sure. Like um, that character, Lady Van Tassel. She's just like a overblown, but not in a good way. It didn't quite fit the tone. Like to the extent, like everyone else was overblown. Especially like the main conspirators, that like, you know, who, the guy, the men who we thought, who or, I mean, who I thought were the main conspirators. That little group of five of them. They were overacting, but like super effective it was yeah it was disappointing for sure mm-hmm. i like the twist of the evil stepmother yep one i didn't really see coming no i didn't because you know we coming. thought she was we thought she was dead yeah um but then yeah just her delivery and, and it's, it just didn't work for me and especially the end which will also play into my ending score as well like where she's holding uh katrina like captive and then she's explaining her entire plot. That was a problem. I thought I, I had a problem with the writing in that scene where I think, you know, like it's a common movie trope, I suppose, where it's near the end and the villain now reveals their plan all along. And, you know, it's a trope. Maybe I'm, I'm maybe sick of at this point, but it's, it can be done a little better. Like maybe the, um, the main villain explains a few things and then you see the protagonist sort of work things out a little for themselves and they go, oh, that's why this and that's why this. And then the villain will go, oh, yeah, exactly. But instead, like um, Lady Van Tassel just literally explained every single thing and it was just like f- far too laid out for me. That's a great point. It was so. It was just like so the worst delivery of a villain scheme ever like i don't know i mean maybe it, that's totally out of left field doesn't make any sense but it just wasn't very engaging the way it was written well then you probably enjoyed seeing her um heading to hell through a tree for the for the rest of her eternity the rest of her eternity that the rest of her eternity yep 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 um okay well um that's fair mm-hmm. um do you have any other points before we get to the meat of this episode, which is scoring. Yeah, one last thing I will say on the um, the topic of movie tropes is one that I'm also, I feel like I've seen a million times, and I, this is the film that made me most aware to it. So now like I, now I'm going to see it in every movie I watch that has it. It's where somebody has something in their pocket that prevents them from being stabbed. I swear I've seen that in so many movies. It's like, oh, they're going to get stabbed in the heart. Oh, no, just kidding. They had a, you know, a deck of cards in their pocket. A Bible. A Bible, a big wad of cash. 
like the wad of cash, I'm thinking of Rush Hour 2. Of course you are. Yeah, because I love that movie. But that that's a trope that was in that movie. Chris Tucker survives because he has a big wad of cash in his pocket. So I don't know. That was just something I noticed. I mean, it didn't really... It won't affect my score all that much, but now I'm forever going to notice that movie trope. So it sounds like this movie was was pretty medium for you. Yeah, overall, it, it is medium. A lot of things were really well done, but then it, it, it suffered from some glaring issues that were like very annoying to me. Okay. Well, I can't wait to hear about your score. So let's get into it. Expectation. Start with you, a man who has never seen the movie before. What was your expectation score? My score for expectation, I just put it right down the middle at a five. Only because I really didn't have any uh, good nor bad. I know that um, my girlfriend, uh, when I mentioned that this is the film that I chose, she was excited because she had always been meaning to watch it she had also not seen it and so like if you know if you hear somebody say oh i've been meaning to watch it then maybe it's supposed to be good that's really the only level of expectations that i had just that one little interaction and beyond that uh yeah i mean the film was pretty solid and so i mean it's tough to put an expectation score if uh, i really didn't have any so that's why i just had it right down the middle so i guess maybe uh, we should we should get rid of expectation score. Maybe we should just do like, just, did it meet your expectation? Was it better than you thought? Was it worse than you thought it was going to be? Yeah, we'll just, at this rate, we'll just have no scoring rubric. Score out of 10, yeah. Um, okay. What What about you? I guess that's kind of hard to say if you've already seen it. This is like your second or third time seeing it. Yeah, I give it a four. Um, much like yourself, um, I thought... I thought it would be better. I thought I remembered it. That'd be better. It just was a four to ten. I mean, John Johnny Depp in olden times, mm-hmm. a movie with Tim Burton. You thought it would be r- r- real good, but yeah, it was fine. Four All to right. ten. Okay, that's fair. Thank you. <laughs> now, You're welcome. Now acting. Okay. So- sounds like you have a lot to say, so I'll just get mine out of the way. Okay. I gave it a 7.5 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Below your mind a little bit there. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. Acting pretty good. Johnny Depp um, and his Ichabod Crane. Great character. Um, he's a he's a fine actor. Um, obviously, there were some heavyweights in the film um, that you wouldn't have known coming in. Uh, we talked about mm-hmm. them already. They contributed mm-hmm. in a positive way. Christopher Lee, am I right? Um mm. I already we already said that Lady Van Tassel left us a little bit sour in the in the mouth, but other than that, everybody else is pretty good. Christina Ricci, great, seven point five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's definitely a fair score, uh, and mine's not honestly not too far off of that because overall the acting was quite good. Yeah, it just was those uh, really. It was Lady Van Tassel the character I did not like and um, Miranda Richardson's uh, portrayal of that character just wasn't very, it wasn't well done, I thought. And um, I'm not going to 
dock too many points off for Christopher Watkins. I mean, really, that wasn't an actor's role, really. I mean, he, didn't, he barely acted. He just had a little bit of facial expressions and some grunts, and that's about it. So I didn't like the character, but I can't really say much to the acting because it, there wasn't much to do with it, you know. So my score overall is a seven. Just because, I mean, yeah, like you said, uh, Johnny Depp also was, I mean, he was solid. It was a good performance. I liked it. Christina Ricci was good. Um, like I said, those those four gentlemen, I suppose you could call them, who I thought were the main conspirators, they were uh, they were all quite good. Very unique in, in their own way and uh, quite effectual. So yeah, seven. Maybe Christopher Walken was doing Tim Burton a favor by being in this film that that short cameo just he had like a weekend to spare so they just filmed all his stuff in one and then that was it mm-hmm. could be okay ending um i'll let you go first for for what you thought about the ending of sleepy hollow yeah the ending is definitely the weak weakest part of the plot of this film it's like like i said um lady van tassel like literally explaining every facet of her plan. Um, this is like, that's basically what I'm calling the end from her explaining everything. And then I get her ultimate fate. I suppose that whole sequence was really stupid. And also like when, I guess when, um, when uh, Johnny Depp and like Christina Ricci's characters, like were running away from the headless horseman, like in that windmill or whatever. I don't know. That was, that felt kind of silly to me too. I don't know what it was about it, but it just felt like it was so pointless. And then I guess uh, Lady Van Tassel meeting her fate, like I guess it was uh, satisfying in a way, but I don't know. It, it all just came, culminated in at the end in a way that I, I did not did not like. And so basically my, my score for ending was a three. Like it was easily the worst part. And it, it sucks that it had to be right at the end because that's kind of like what gives you the most lasting impression, I suppose disappointing there were quite a few scenes in this film where it was just like johnny depp and everybody like running around being chased or chasing and then there's music it's dark Mm -hmm. Um, like quite a bit quite quite noticeable yeah yeah that was definitely like a big part of this film so ending for me um i'd say i liked the ending twice as much as you um, I gave it a six out of ten. This is an ending that you kind of expect, like you you want it to be wrapped up pretty pretty nicely. You want to know why the bad guy did what the bad guy did. Mm-hmm. So you know you're you're expecting that scene where with the gun pointed to the to the head of somebody and being like, if it wasn't for you, dastardly children. Uh, I would have gotten away with it. Right. Um, like he was, Johnny Depp was always going to solve the mystery and either kill the headless horseman or set him free, depending right. on how, how it went. And, and he ended up, he ends up doing that. Mm-hmm. I didn't hate the scene with uh, Christopher Walken and Lady Tassel um, ending up in that tree to hell. Mm-hmm. It, it was, it was decent. So uh, six out of 10. That's fair. Yeah, like a big part of my score too is like the two characters I dislike the most are like they're both there at the end. Uh, so that, that that was a little unfortunate as well. 
That's okay. We forgive you. Score out of 10. Um, once again, I feel like I'm going to have the higher score. Does seem that way. Just because that's that's who I am as a human being, but I give it 6.5 out of 10. Okay. That's honestly not too much higher than my score. Because um, the more I'm thinking about it, I do want to give it a little bit lower of a score than what my gut reaction was. Because right when the film ended, or maybe uh, two minutes after or so, I uh, I turned to my girlfriend. I said, well, what would you give this out of 10? She said, well, you know, it was pretty enjoyable. Not the best. I'd give it like a 6. I was like, that's exactly what I was thinking, a 6. But now that I'm like taking some time to reflect and sort of put my thoughts out there into words. It's a, I think it's a little lower than a six. So I'm more at, uh, I think I'm going to be at a five and a half. Yeah, 5.5. I don't know. There was like a lot of really cool parts. The headings were cool and a lot of the performances were cool. But uh, the writing suffered quite a bit. There was a lot of problems with that, I thought. The ending sucked and the main villain in his, like, I guess, human form was Jasili. And not in a way that, like, it didn't feel intentional to me. Like, because um, I guess this is supposed to be, like, a dark comedy, so it's supposed to be funny in some way, but it just didn't feel funny in the right way. It just felt stupid. So, yeah, f- five and a half. Christopher Walken was scary as an eight-year-old. Terrifying. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can, as an eight-year-old, that would be definitely terrifying. Just an but aside, I, um, mm-hmm. D- Danny Elfman does the music for this movie. He does the mo- the music for so many movies. Oh, yeah. He's uh, quite prolific. Literally so, all of them. All the movies and The Simpsons. That's yeah. what he does. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, then that closes the chapter on Sleepy Hollow, which came out in 1999, based in 1799. Uh, I wonder if they did that on purpose. Talking about the change of the century so much. But yeah, it was a good good, mo- good movie. It was fine. It was a good movie. Good choice. You seem to uh, almost like your choice. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely uh, memorable. And I def- there was a lot of po- parts that I liked, for sure. I'm glad I chose it. Uh, well, I'm glad that you chose it, too. And now we can move on to another movie for episode 20. Can you believe it? I actually can't. It doesn't feel episode, like we've done 20 at all. Well, we started six months ago-ish. So. Yeah, crazy. So, yeah, that's that's so crazy. But uh, I don't know. what the, I don't have much to say about my movie choice because I don't know much about it. Finally, mm-hmm. going into it, not watching, not knowing anything about a movie. I've seen uh, clips was, from it, actually. It's my fault. Yeah. Well, I know... I know James Wood, James Woods, isn't <laughs> James, it? Yep. I know there's a television involved. Maybe? Yes. I don't know. There is, there is. It's an 80s movie, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably on Prime. That seems like a Prime movie, doesn't it? So that'll be next week. Um, yeah. Anything, anything you want to speak on um, as we enter the the third phase of our um of our podcast which is just the talk about nothing until we decide to stop phase some some call it their favorite phase and uh, i mean i can't blame them to a certain extent 
I don't know. I don't know if I, I, I was trying to think of things we could talk about, but I don't know. We could just try to pull something out of thin air. You watching the basketball uh, finals? The weather sure is crazy, huh? Mm. No, I ha- I'm not watching the basketball finals. Um, not a big I'm basketball not, fan. No, I don't care about the basketball. I don't care really to an extent, but I do. Like, I'll watch the highlights. But there's no way I'm gonna sit down and watch the games. I did. A, I cared a little when Toronto was in the finals, but that's about it. So I hear your brother graduated uh, high school. Wow, is he tall? He sure is. He's taller than me. He's like six four or six five or something. Well, that's that's not hard to do when you're five ten. When you're, <laughs> yeah. I myself am. Well, we've got kind of like a tall fa- family, I suppose. I'm six two. My dad's six four. My brother's six four, six five, or something like that. Well, no wonder you're interested in basketball. Yeah, I know. Am I right? Uh-huh. Are you right? What? I only watch curling on the television because I'm short. Yeah, curling is definitely for short people. I mean, think about it. When was the last time you saw a tall person throwing this rock? Maybe we should stop talking about curling because I know that there are a lot of passionate curlers out there. I have some in my family um, who will correct us um, when we're joking about it. So Oh, we wouldn't want to go that far then. Let's not, yeah. go, let's not go there. They're a pretty crazy group of people, those curlers. Uh, so, mm. yeah. Hurry, hurry hard, am, am I right? That's what they say. Um, okay, well, well. Yeah. I, I have been thinking that uh, we should we should do something for this this segment like like trivia or something or uh, fan mail, but um, fan mail. We need to have fans to do that. Yeah, no fan mail yet, but maybe eventually we can just like read out the names of some people who have followed us. There's quite a few um, funny names. Maybe I'll just jump on that right now. About okay. people who have followed us on uh, on, on Instagram. Instagram, who you've just admitted have funny names, so you're gonna yeah, go like, ahead and read that out. Like funny, funny uh, handles, like clever, clever is where I was kind of going. Yeah, well, there's this one here that I'm seeing, uh, Greg. Yeah, that that's a stupid name. So the last person who followed us, um, Atrophia underscore Cerebral mm-hmm. underscore Noisecore. I actually noticed that they had followed us. I t- took a quick gander at their page. They seemed to be into metal music and, and the like. Yeah, from Peru. Very exciting. It's always exciting when people follow us um, when we have not interacted with them at all. In any way, yes. I do check that sometimes. I'm like, oh, let's see if... See if we they... liked any of their photos or something like that. Yeah, and like uh, that person have not. Um, not a single interaction. So thank you for joining us. Yeah, I mean, thank yeah. Thanks. Shout outs. Thanks for that one. Um, that's, I guess, you know what? That's going to be our, our follower of the week. So okay. pretty exciting. Can I get that name again? Our follower of the week. Sure. So it's a trophia a t r o f i a underscore cerebral c e r e b r a l underscore noise core n o i s e c o r e. They have. They are apparently from uh, Lima, Peru. Mm-hmm. So they d- they don't speak uh, English, maybe. 
they don't speak English, maybe. Well, I mean, that's a that's maybe a whole sentence. Do. That's a whole sentence we could just unpack. That's just like, a, yeah. That, just a that might not even make it in the edit. Who knows? I think it will. I think it's it's going to be a pretty easy edit this time. Um, yeah. So follower of the week, exciting. Not to put you on the spot, but I hear you might be making uh, t-shirts. Yes. Well, it has been in the works a little. I think it'd be a fun thing to do. Hand them out to friends and family. Hand it's... hand them out seems generous. Well, I mean, we could sell them, I suppose. It's uh, like, hey. Uh, <laughs> selling them seems generous as well. I go to my girlfriend, yep, so it's going to be 20 bucks. Sorry about that. But I don't know. I mean, it'd be kind of fun. We've got a cool logo, I have to say. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty it's a pretty cool logo. Um, probably pretty expensive to to make shirts. It is something that I have looked at. Um, with your birthday coming up, uh, it was something that I I took a gander at and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I should that's what I should get him for his birthday. But way too expensive. So I'm like, oh, I'll just pretend that I forgot about that's his birthday. So. That's a good call. I mean, we don't usually exchange gifts. No. And you're not so. even going to be present for my get together oh that's a, supposed to be a surprise oh yeah what maybe i'll edit this so yeah bad timing your birthday and stuff well that's fine but um maybe we can go bowling or something hmm. well yeah exciting times ahead i mean maybe we'll get to 600 followers and have a party yeah 600. an online party because of covid mm-hmm. it does seem to be dwindling well i mean i think it's like dwindling, like i'm getting weary of it you know, it's been going on so dang long. I mean, I'm going to knock on some wood, but I mean, I'm still undefeated against COVID. I'll knock on some wood as well, as am I, because we're very careful people. Yeah, I'm not even that careful anymore. I just, I just can't, like, it doesn't affect me. I don't know what it is. Oh. Like, I've known people, I've been around people inadvertently, like, after the fact mm-hmm. that like days later tell me oh yeah like I, I just i got covid so i probably had it i'm like okay well i'll let me take some tests and uh yeah nothing like i could really use some time off you're immune and, uh, you're immune i guess i'm immune i guess that's what's why you you vaccinate okay so we just took a pretty pretty big political stance there and in our pro pro vaccine podcast we, i hope that does we, not affect <laughs> our followers i hope that does not affect atrophia well i want i want to make sure they stay on board because that was i mean when i saw that on my notifications today i my heart skipped a beat i was just so excited i'm learning they're well they're well known in the in the instagram canon if you will yeah like are they i didn't even look to see how big they were um <laughs> they're they're pretty similar to, to what we're doing here um so I'm actually learning French okay. um, through Duolingo. So, mm. so um, I'm about 20, I'm on a 26 day streak right now. Jim Appel Josh. Um, and, wow. but that's not what they speak. They speak sp- Spanish. They're from Peru. Well, so yo hablo un mucho español, pero yo no tengo mucho dinero. Okay. Well, you, you got that then. Yeah. Yeah. That's about, that's about it. I'm really good at saying those two sentences, and then uh, after that, it's basically nothing. You have, yeah, you have the. I can the, say the it, verbiage. Yeah. Accent, I should say. Yeah, in a, in a sense. 
That's that was I you know took three years of high school Spanish and uh, two sentences is what I got. I have been I have been thinking about learning another language. If I were to learn one, it'd be Tagalog, just like what they speak in the Philippines. And why is that? I just known a lot of people from the Philippines, and it's a very interesting language. Yeah, that's fair. I only chose French because you know we live in Canada, and that seems like something good to have. I don't want to learn French. Yeah, I want something cooler than that, like. What you just said, but you gotta learn French first. But like, I feel like there's a lot of, I mean, I, I could think of maybe uh, ten people I know that speak Tagalog, and it'd be cool to be able to talk to them in in, in that language. Where name I, them? Oh no, don't name them. It was a joke. Okay, but whereas, like, in I mean, I know that French is one of our national languages, but I don't know anyone who like that speaks it. So, I mean, I don't know how practical it, it is where I live in Canada, which is like as far away from the French-speaking part of Canada that you can get. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. You know, it's, it's whatever. The nice thing about French is that it's a, in terms of the grand scale of languages, it's pretty easy one to learn. Like, I would reckon it's probably in, it's got to be in like the top 10. I mean, that's just pulling that out of the top of my head, but... It is very, from what from what I understand, it's pretty easy. Probably easier than English. Yeah, English is supposedly pretty hard, but I don't know. I couldn't really speak on that, you know. Uh, well, on that note, uh, maybe it's time to wrap this bad boy up. Yeah, I think maybe you're right. I've um, gone on a long roller coaster that I did not anticipate. Yeah, so um, if you're still listening, we, we watched and talked about Sleepy Hollow, the 1999 Johnny Depp film. We are your mother ate my dog. We are a podcast. Mm-hmm. We know one language, but we have followers that know many languages. Yes. Can I make a request? Oh, okay. Just, <laughs> just right at the end here, because, well, anyway, you know how on some of our episodes of the podcast, the intro and outro music is from Reanimator. Oh, like the first episode that we did? Yeah, yeah you want it's that? Like, you it's want like, that, like, you want that to come back? I do. I think you've got, you did it for more than one episode, surely. Was it really just the first episode? Maybe the second one as well. Maybe the third one, maybe the first three. You want? Maybe like just for this one, just just maybe we can put it in. Just uh, It's very satisfying. You want both the intro and the outro? Maybe. Well, I mean, you, you choose. You're the editor. I mean, if it's too much work, I just don't even bother. I mean, I just have to find it again. I I did recently switch computers, so I'll just have to re re get it legally. Yep, of course. But yeah, I'll see what I can do. Okay, I appreciate that. Okay, that's it. Okay, well, yeah, thanks again for uh, for everybody doing. I mean, nobody listens to this, but uh, thank you so much. <laughs> I like that's uh, that's what our resolve is. It's just not you know, no one listens. We should Except just Greg. like we should just say something really controversial and see if anybody notices you go first okay how about i think about it and next episode i'll hit you with one sounds good trying to think of one that isn't all that controversial (laughs) that isn't like just terrible
maybe.